Hello, welcome to a short edition of the Horror Vision Horror Podcast. I'm Sean. I am Anthony. And we saw a couple newer movies over the last week and a half and just wanted to give you kind of our opinion on them. So, shall we start with Scary Stories to Tell the Dark End? Let's begin. So, I guess it was last weekend, independently, Anthony and I both ended up seeing that movie last Saturday. So we didn't get a chance to hold hands. We did not. And, it, <laughs> it, you know, I, I feel like maybe the movie would have been better had we been able to hold hands. I concur. You want to lead it off? What'd you th- What'd you think? Uh, first of all, as a fan of the book, I went into this movie really excited about you know finally seeing a lot of this stuff from the pages come to life. Not you know not unlike most people that you know favor a book and you know really get excited about a film. Um, unfortunately, you know whatever showed up on screen just was very blah and poorly thrown together. Unfortunately, like it was just Hollywood capitalizing on okay, let's figure out a way that we can make. Um, Make the, like make this geared toward tweens and um, and see if we can you know jump this off as another like horror horror series or horror you know franchise that we can you know capitalize year after year after year on. And honestly, I just kind of hope that this movie goes away, which is sad to say. You know, like I said, being a fan of the books growing up, it's just not as terrifying as a lot of people thought it would be. Um, yeah, Sean. Well. Uh, I had a feeling based on the trailer because the trailer really gives you the sense of like the not you wouldn't really call it a wraparound story but so since you know this could have been an anthology because you're dealing with you know multiple stories obviously multiple short stories um, and I remember thinking in the trailer it like shows you that they find this book and the book is responding and I'm like wait why are they actually making it a book why isn't it just like these individual stories so I'm watching the movie, and I knew very early on that I did not like it at all. Now, it is very well made. The effects are mostly great. The audio is fantastic. Um, but it, in my opinion, it just, it is not a good movie. Now, Anthony has brought up, and I just want to couch my criticisms because they may end up being severe. You know, you brought up that it would be a great gateway horror movie. For children, yeah, for you know, tweens, whatnot. I think it's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's geared geared toward more like of you know the typical sinister fans and stuff like that, and uh, and insidious films, just you know haunted house flicks, things like that. Um, I, I just I, I don't necessarily agree with what came across on film because the books do have an element of of gore that is like terrifying. I mean, the Herald story is not what you're going to get on screen. You're getting a PG-13 film. Um, that character, you know, in the book is fucking nightmarish. Um, I, I really don't know. I, I'll take it. I take that back. I really don't have a lot of good things to say about that. I and mean, maybe that's, you know, my problem growing up with the books and having, you know, been utterly terrified. And, you know, I think I've told you before, mm-hmm. Sean, that I've kept them hidden under my bed because I was afraid of the fucking things that's when I was amazing. a kid. Um, they were that that nuts but um it is a good gateway in the sense that it'll get kids you know out in the theaters to go watch this stuff and i've said it a dozen times before whether or not you like it or don't um you know the fans that go out there and watch these films that are obviously not as good as you know your midsummers or or, or your mandy's or what have you um people still need to go see them because again and, I, and i've said this before that if they don't get seen those films don't get made yeah right you know so it's 
it's a double-edged sword. I went and supported it just because, you know, I'm, like I said, again, a big fan. And uh, especially of the uh, director, uh, Andre uh, Overdahl. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, he's a an excellent filmmaker. Uh, very capable. I mean, we've seen his work in Troll Hunter. We've seen, uh, was it? Uh, Autopsy, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Also, another movie that irked me uh, watching it. So I, I, I went into this one ready, ready for more of that. But, you know, Hollywood, you know, kind of took a poo-poo on this film. Yeah, I mean, I definitely felt like this was a movie where I could see... I could see it being made by committee in a boardroom. Now, I know Guillermo del Toro produced it, and um, Andre, I've, you said his last Over, name. Overdalia. Overdalia directed it, and, you know, both accomplished um, filmmakers and, you know, kind of forces for good in the world of genre or horror. And I think that there was a lot of corporate shit behind the scenes that dictated how this movie played out. And so, you know, whenever I, I sit down and start watching a movie and I don't like it, first I give it a, I try to give it a chance. And then I, when I'm realizing I don't like it, I kind of still, you know, hold, oh, maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm wrong. Something Do you force yourself through it? I, almost always. There's yeah. very few times when I'll just, at home I'm more likely to maybe turn something off. But, but in a theater I generally won't get up and walk out. Um, but so then I start thinking, okay, is it just me? Is it my baggage? Is it my expectation? Whatever. And then when, like in this case, when I realize it wasn't, then I start thinking, well, what is wrong with it? What would, what would I, how could they have made it better in my opinion? And the thing is they invented this story to kind of showcase these smaller stories, right? So the idea of adapting these short stories, they come up with this story that I referenced before, these kids, and it's very Stranger Things, which the kids on bike genre, I love Stranger Things, get, it's getting a little old, but you know, whatever. But they, and it takes place in 68, so not the 80s, but I, that I don't know that there was a reason for that, um, other than just you know maybe they didn't want it to be so overtly Stranger Things ish. But these kids riding around on bikes with walkie talkies, going to the you know the neighborhood haunted house, steal this mysterious book, and then the book basically is the catalyst for all these other stories. These aren't really spoilers; you get that from the trailer. But that, that's why it doesn't work. It's stupid, and ninety percent of the movie is not the stories that you're going there to see that are adapted from the book. 90% of the movie is the story about these kids. And because they are trying to make a franchise, and they very blatantly do that, where at the end of the movie, even, there's like a, a, just a blatant setup for a sequel that I was like, oh, you got to be kidding I believe me. That's yeah, you quote, I, I believe your quote was, that can't believe they had the audacity to set up for Yeah, I mean, because it's real. It's not yeah. even just left it open. I mean, they basically, you know... Oh, I don't. So that really bothered me. Um, the scenes with the stories, you know, s s I never read these books as kids, so I don't have the same attachment. I thought mo so a couple of them were really good. Some of them, I, eh, you know, creature-wise, they look fantastic. Yeah, and yeah. all the effects are pretty cool, and so that stuff is is cool, but. It's just the rest, 90% of the movie is about these kids, and I don't care. And they just pound you with the tropes after that. So, yeah. yeah they just, you're just pounded with trope after trope after trope. And it, and don't get me wrong, you're, for, considering most of them are ghost stories, I mean, those tropes have been around for ages. But, you know, hoping hoping to see something a little more different. Yeah. Um, especially uh, considering the violence factor that was in these books. I mean, th that's the stuff that got the books banned from public schools. I mean, from what I remember as a kid. And then not only that, I mean, I have read them recently as well. Um, that stuff was just missing. So right. I see I see the mark they were going for as far as how do we market this? Who do we market it to? However, 
I think the diehard fans are kind of left in the wind here. Yeah, it, it I, sucks. I I mean, yeah, it seems like that to me. It just seems like they were more concerned with making something that that could support itself than adapting the stories. And it, I don't. I think if I had gone with a seven-year-old who I was trying to introduce to horror. I think I maybe would have walked out a little bit. I don't still don't think I would have liked it, but I would have had a, a, a nicer feeling towards it, a more favorable feeling towards it because you know it, it did what it. It was a gateway experience for th that kid, but I didn't go. I, I you know I went with my girlfriend and she liked it, and she likes a lot of horror stuff. I mean, I am overly hard on some stuff, but I don't know. I just didn't like it. So. I had a seven-year-old girl sitting in the seat next to me who didn't wince, jump, or holler once the entire film. So that kind of shows you what it is. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't go out and support the film. I've said this before. Go check it out. You know, this is just our opinions. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I, I give it a thumbs down. Oh, um, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if it ends up being one of those things where it's like, oh, I found it on Blu-ray for five bucks in a bargain bin, I might consider it keyword might um but for now it's a no-go honestly yeah. especially for the diehard fans out there that are expecting to see uh more of what you remember as a kid because it's just not there it's hinted at and the stuff that you do see does look good but it's not what you remember amen so next up and now so you saw this one today uh the new what is the second 47 the meters second down, right? film yeah the second film in the 47 meters down uh series uh 47 meters down uncaged uh, directed by Johannes Roberts. I'm not too familiar with his work, so don't shoot me. However, uh, this film suffered really, really uh, heavy losses right off the bat with the cast. Like, they just, half of them can't act their way out of a hat. So, dialogue is delivered horribly. And, and here's the thing. Like, since most of this film takes place underwater and they have, like, the breathing masks on... Mm -hmm. I think it's just syncing all that stuff because obviously you're not watching them talk. They mm -hmm. all have breathing masks on. Just the delivery is so flat because obviously it, it had been recorded elsewhere and mm -hmm. then overdubbed. It just it's, it comes off laughable and silly. Um, some of the action sequences are just laughable. I mean, laugh out loud. Wow. Laughable. I mean, hor I mean, I'm looking around the audience because. I'm noticing I'm not the only one busting up. And everybody <laughs> around me is like dying in hysterics. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this bullshit. Um, I will admit I did get caught one time. A uh, big ass shark came out of nowhere. Uh, I got a good jump out of it. And I am, you know, deathly terrified. I've said before on the show, I'm deathly terrified of, you know, dr the idea of drowning. Uh, being in dark ass water that mm -hmm. I can't see the bottom of, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So all those factors are there to get you. Unfortunately, you know, with the cast that they had, and the, you know poor delivery of dialogue and just like I said again silly effects like this movie just blows and the first one I didn't mind so much the first one's pretty good it's streaming on Netflix for those who do want to go see it uh, this film I will say <laughs> uh, it's a rental unfortunately uh, I it, it does like I said for one scare it definitely wasn't worth my money <laughs> right um, yeah the, these sharks or you know cave sharks or whatever the hell they are down there, it's 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 absolutely silly um, what you're watching on screen and then there's one point i won't spoil it for anybody who doesn't want to go see it there is a slow motion sequence and i at the end of this film uh a buddy of mine that i went through actually said it is the diehard of, of horror films of shark <laughs> films it is the diehard of shark films i mean it's absolutely absurd the kind of crap that they pull off on screen and from what i heard it's doing well this weekend wow so you know more power to him but again it's a rental it is a total creature feature that you would expect to see sometime on you know sci-fi channel 
Uh, again, unfortunately, I hate to deliver a big heap of shit on you, but it is a thumbs down again for me. Mm-hmm. I have never seen the first one. I kind of, I I don't, I I guess I don't trust in a way the shark movie thing. Like, um, I love Jaws, but I got to be in the mood to watch it. Fair enough. And, and other than that, you know, I mean. I, open water terrified me. It's not really a shark movie, though, you know. But that just the premise of that scared me. Uh, um, the shallows, the shallows was fucking incredible. I remember hearing yeah. that was good. No, there've been a few good uh, shark films that have come out in, in the recent in recent years, as far as like the whole aquatic horror genre. So I saw an hour and a half uh, timestamp on this movie, and I was like, okay, it's going to be fast, it's going to be punchy, it's going to be crawl, and that's not what I got. Wow. Unfortunately, I mean, the sharks come in probably um, halfway through the film. So you're just watching all this horrible, hilarious acting with, you know, like girls holding hands and jumping in unison into the water. It's so silly. I just acted that out for those of you (laughs) at home. You can't see it, but it was really, really bad. And I had a shitty grin on my face. Um, But, you know, stuff like that, these just, you you know, you might as well expect them to put on Britney Spears in the background or something. It's pretty awful. They, they try to, you know, work in a, it's not a spoiler, but they try to work in like a mean girls, uh, angle, like right away in the beginning of the film. And it's just like, what's the point of any of this stuff? If the majority of the film is down in these caves. Right. So it's like, it's pointless. Give me, give me meat. (laughs) If that's the case, if all these people are just shark fodder, that's fine. I don't want to see any backstory on them. And get get to that sooner. Add more shitty actors. You know that's fine. There's more people to eat. I'm it, okay with that. It sounds a little bit like did they kind of like take the descent and make try and make it into a shark movie? Essentially, yeah. With the with like the mean girls thing because there's that like kind of caustic relationship in the descent and then like the fact that they're in caves and they're trapped and blah. And blah, then blah. in the end, it's sisterhood. You know, yeah. it, it's exactly what it is. Wow. It's, okay. Well, then I'd say watch the first 47 meters down yeah, and then is, just watch the descent and when the monsters are on screen pretend they're sharks bingo there yeah. you go you got a better sequel and there's more blood so oh, yeah, cool that works right. out well okay that's what we've seen uh anything else you want to comment on while we're rolling i just really missed holding your hand during the movies well <laughs> i i would say we'll go see it again and 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 uh correct that but i don't want to sit through it again don't so. i i really don't recommend a lot of folks go out and watch this um, like I said, the second the second one we just mentioned right now, um, it's a totally a rental. Um, even as far as scary stories goes, it's a rental for me. I, right. I I didn't hate scary stories to the point to where I would never watch it again, but I was just so let down right. and like beat up emotionally. And that's just my inner child, you know. So right, it right. It is what it is. I definitely would never watch it again. Yeah, but uh, like I said, both films, honestly, rentals. You know. Well, next week we have uh, Ready or Not to look forward to, so hopefully that'll make up for it. Definitely. Okay, and then we'll probably be back with a full episode after that. So until then, for the Horror Vision... I am Anthony. And I'm Sean. And uh, off into the wild blue yonder. (laughs) I don't know.